Harry Butthole Podcast is produced in partnership with Joy Sauce. Harry Butthole. Welcome to Harry Butthole Podcast. This is a podcast based on the Korean saying, if you laugh while crying, hair grows out of your butthole. I'm Youngmi Mayer. I'm the host. And each week I discuss a sad story or topic. And then I try to laugh about it, making hair grow out of my butthole. And this week we're back to the old format of having a guest on to come and share their sad story. And then I'm going to force them to laugh about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really excited to have this week's guest because he is one of the funniest comedians I feel like I've met. Mm-hmm. Yes, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. You, you know it's true. Don't mm-hmm. even deny it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> while doing stand-up in New mm-hmm. York City, I'm sure that you are all huge fans of this comedian, also the host of Exploration Live. Yeah podcast Mm -hmm. everyone give it up for charlie barday thank you that's so nice i'm imagining them giving it up right now they're giving yeah they're giving it up i feel like how i learned how to introduce people was Mm -hmm. on stage yeah totally and then i bring that energy on a podcast it's different you know what like i on stage someone i saw someone once do this thing like start clapping right now let's get it going like i'm louder for blah 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 and i always do that and it's like so particular and kind of weird and then like nobody actually hears their name but it's like just so like my habit is i'm like let's get the energy going really big but yeah. you know what? it's a real skill you know when people first start doing stand-up and they do shows and it's like they'll be like our next comedian is charlie Bardet. he's really funny and you're gonna like him and it's like no no, no you need to say the name at the end like yeah, that needs yeah. to be like they're just like all these customs to it that people don't always know oh, God. i feel like i talked about this mm-hmm. with somebody recently who's a really good host mm-hmm. and the thing is that hosting is the actual skill it's really hard yeah, nobody yeah. has right we're right it's like nobody a particular and challenging and can be like the rewards are less like immediate, right? Like yeah. doing good stand-up is like, great. I did my jokes, people laughed. And hosting, it's like, if you do it really, really well, like you're, people will be like, oh yeah, like that was good. You it's know what I mean? Invisible. It's invisible. Yeah, it it's is like, kind of an oh, invisible was, labor. Exactly, because yeah. like you do it to prop the other actual... Right. Uh, act up right, right. and no one understand that there is a there's an art to doing that right and there's a way so to do it really to do badly it. yes yes exactly. which is most people most, most people, people do, do it horrible kind of great. i mean it's just very hard it's hard to do it but, i feel like i've gotten yeah i got good at it if i can say that um when like my co-host of the podcast natalie uh-huh. um we used to do a weekly show for like a year yeah and like that'll do it like if, like that'll just doing do it, it every week and having to like and, you know, sometimes you literally flop. Like, sometimes you learn by being like, that didn't work. Like, yoinks. Yeah. And you, like, if you do it enough, you also, like, kind of encounter, like, all the various situations that can happen. Like, the mm-hmm. various kind of awkwardnesses that can go into, like, hosting and managing a room. And, you know, you get a lot better at it that way. Yeah. And I think uh, when I was doing that, too, mm-hmm. I noticed that if I fuck up, mm-hmm. the whole fucking show is going to go down. Right. Literally. So and I, you and can actually bring the energy down. You it's can like literally you are ruin the show. Yeah, totally. The whole sh- it doesn't matter yeah. who you got on the right. sometimes you'll right. have like a big comedian on right. there. If you fuck up. Right. The show's They're, not going to uh, People are like, eh. mm. like, I know audiences are like temperamental. Coming to the stage right now. Yeah, exactly. Who's the biggest comedian in the world. Um, uh, 
Ali Wong. I was gonna say and people Ali are like, Wong as well. It's like, okay. It's yeah. gonna, it's gonna, doesn't matter how funny someone is, right, the right. host can fuck it up. Right. But um, you know what's funny about your mm-hmm. anecdote about doing it every week? Mm-hmm. I know comedians that do it every week and they still suck. No, oh, I know. I, I don't wanna be too shit talky, but look, yeah. it happens all the time where it's like, sometimes it's like, why aren't you a little better at this? What's going on? Because they don't care about it. They right. just want to do their tight five. They just want to do their thing, right? And then it's like ruining no, 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 it for like everyone else. To. But actually, like hosting can be a really great skill because it forces you to think really fast, and mm-hmm. that helps you in your own act, right? Like, yeah, being able to be like, okay, I'm going to be like responding to the room. I'm going to be responding to the world. What's yeah. happening? Engaging with the audience, sensing what the audience wants. You yeah. know, all that is is going to help you broadly. I actually really like hosting, and I mm-hmm. think hosting has been way more uh, useful to me as a, a like an entertainer all mm-hmm. around yeah. than just doing my just like knowing how to do a set. Yes, I agree. Now I'm like I can go into any situation and yeah. be like, "What do you need?" Okay, right, right, I'm right. here. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like a it teaches you to kind of have this like brash confidence where yep. you're like, "All yeah, right, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna just like." God only knows and I'll take on the awkwardness and I'm just going to power right on through it. Yeah. How's everybody doing? You know what I mean? Like Tip your bartender. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, I like that. It's, yeah. it's more my vibe. Also, yeah. also, it's so easy, I feel like. Anyway, mm. uh, what about we talking about? The co- This is a comedy podcast yeah, where right, we talk exactly. about stand-up. The craft, yeah. The craft. Uh-huh. Um, no, it's really great having a guest on after recording for, I think, probably a few months now by myself really yeah. oh my god that's so hard it's so, that's like another thing where i'm like i host my podcast with natalie i like we do our show together we've yeah. done we're like and when i have had to do it alone i'm like oh this is way harder actually like it's, it's harder yeah because it's it gets an, rambling and i really trust her yeah right like where I'm like, okay, I can't figure out anything to say. Like, just go, you do it. And like, she will. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you can bounce off somebody. Just on stage, like, it's e- it's nice to ha- be able to be like, all right, I'm powering down for like 30 seconds. Yeah, I'm like taking a nap on stage. Right. Literally, you, like, you we get to it. a point on stage where we're able to be like, um, I can't figure out what to say. Can you say something? And yeah. she's like, yep, got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always nice to have somebody. Um, yeah. So I've been, no, I've been doing a, like mm-hmm. lone episodes just to like talk about parts of like my mm-hmm. identity that mm-hmm. i can't really dive into with somebody else here because mm-hmm. it just feels mm-hmm. weird mm-hmm. um but it's it's now it's like a it, it, the vibe is weird the mm-hmm. vibe is like it, i don't know too sad it's like i can't make myself laugh right so right. i do laugh by myself right. which i don't even know what that means but right. <laughs> um i'm glad to have you back i uh-huh. guess so the little change that i made in the format was that up top we're mm-hmm. gonna talk about something topical yeah. and i know we were uh we had like this little discussion list of mm-hmm. things that we we're gonna talk about but then threads happened threads happened threads happened we gotta talk about threads 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 and the end of twitter or it may be the end mm, of twitter who knows yeah yeah well but, so how are what do you think about threads charlie i've had a hard time connecting i've had mm. a hard time con- i i think i'm like a little bit like um stuck in my ways with Twitter. I've been on Twitter for so long and I have such a like, I think I also really have like a persona on Twitter a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like I I have tweet in this really particular voice that's like a little bit removed and like a little bit ironic, right? And so whenever I have to like, there's always these new Twitter, like, you know, these recent Twitter competitors, whatever, Blue Sky or threads come up. I'm like, I don't know if I, do I bring that here or like, Mm. like how do I, like manage my persona in this new platform yeah and i'm kind of like i just don't want to yeah and also it's like threads it's like wait so like the people the following i've cultivated on instagram includes a lot of people that i actually don't 
there's like kind of an anonymity to Twitter a little bit. Mm-hmm. Where it's like everybody yeah, on yeah, Twitter yeah. like has bought into this weird thing, right? Yep. Yeah. It's like, oh, Twitter is full of people who are on Twitter, yeah. right? Yeah. Whereas Instagram is a little bit more like the commons. I'm like, I don't need yep. my like random like high school teacher who randomly follows me and I follow them like to be seeing what I'm you know your psycho thoughts right exactly like and if they are gonna see it because my twitter is obviously public like they're opting into that yeah yeah. like that's a little bit the difference for me like someone texted me like (laughs) actually my ex texted me it was like your mom followed me on threads and I was like right like that's the kind of like connection that happens the moms are on threads whether they like it or not exactly like Moms know about threads. Yeah. Well, it's so weird. I can't figure out threads either, which is so, it's so interesting how things like this Mm -hmm. happen because it it is like, okay, our Instagram followers and community Mm -hmm. and it's in this format that they know because I always post my tweets on Instagram, but it feels so different. It does feel so different for some reason. Right. I post my tweets on Instagram too and I'm like... This is, like, a different thing. Yeah. Also, like, something about the interface I have kind of a hard time with. I think it's just, like, an adjustment period, and I'm not great at that. Like, I'm just, like, I don't want to do that. I don't like it. Yeah. And then, like, we'll, you know, bail on it really quickly. I don't know how I got into Twitter, but, like, like, I don't know. It took me years to get into Twitter. I did have a Twitter. It was, like, smoking. You know, we remember when we started smoking. Like, Mm -hmm. one day, when I was 16, I just started chain smoking. But it probably took weeks of us being like, ugh. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. This is so bad. Why am I doing this? And we had to, like, fight through that. Uh You're saying we, but I actually don't smoke cigarettes. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's how I did it. And I feel like I I met we as in the smoking community. The smoking community, sure. Um, But I feel like everyone's smoking story is the same. It's like it took me weeks to learn how to smoke. Right, right. You power through it, and now you're like, well, I love this, and I need it. Yeah. Yeah, Now I need it. I definitely with alcohol for me, mm, right? Where yeah, it's yeah. like for years, actually, you're like really choking it down. Yeah. Like beer doesn't matter. You're like, this is fucking disgusting. And I'm only doing this because it's like kind of socially seems like socially mandated. And then eventually you're like, I guess this is fun. And then like eventually you're like, not only is the effect fun, but actually like the doing it itself is fun. Yeah. It takes years. But it does take And it takes years, years for you to like know when you you have to drink you have to stop drinking like when you're gonna black out like right, when right, right. when's too much when you know, know. what i mean like I to mean, like pace that totally. took so long for me to get the hang of it you know what it's like i recently was hanging out with not to, well whatever i was hanging out with someone who's like 24 mm-hmm. and it was like it just became clear that all of his friends like they drink every weekend like to get, to get drunk, black right? yeah, black like, blackout right yeah. and i was like oh yeah like I used to do that. Yeah. And I don't anymore. Like that was a big part of my orientation in the world. Mm -hmm. And like, I do still sometimes drink and get drunk, but like not that often. Mm. And I feel like I drink a lot, a little, or I drink a little, a lot. Do you know what I mean? Like I'll have like one to two drinks, like four or five nights a week. Yeah. But rarely will I have more than that. Yeah. And it's, and it's certainly not a thing where it's like on the weekend, if I'm not getting tanked, then I'm like, you know, this was a bust. It's right? not. It's not like when you're 24 and you're literally just ch- choking it down as fast as you can right. to get blacked out. Doing like shot after shot after shot. Can you imagine? And now it's kind of fun. Like to like there are, have been a few times where I'm like, you know what? Let's get drunk in that way. Like let me do shots. Let me like pregame this yeah. thing. Uh-huh. Um, but for the most part, 
like, so that's your relationship with Twitter and mm-hmm. Threads is yeah. like blackout drinking phase or what's going on? Uh, yeah, with you? Threads is me like right. Where's How this much? metaphor? Yeah, like, yeah. We need to make this metaphor work. Or we're in the right. drinking too much and throwing up part. Or now that feels more like Twitter. Yeah, um, that feels like Twitter for sure. Right. I'm not sure so exactly. I think where... Threads is like the cigarette analogy where yeah, it's like, th- Ew, exactly. Ew, I don't, don't want like to do this. I don't want to do this, and I'm like, I have to, I guess. And then you see someone cool. Also doing right. it and you're like right. oh god i gotta smoke again right. i hate it and and actually like true to my personality i like i wait until there's a critical mass i'm like i'm mm-hmm. not gonna be the leader on this it's mm-hmm. only when i start to feel like okay i'm really missing out because really a lot of other people are doing this that i gotta get in there and then i feel like part of me i was like also thinking this is just so i don't even know if this is nuts but mm-hmm. like you know how like people who went early into tiktok mm-hmm. all became just tiktok famous right right right. And, like and you they, just bought at the right time yeah, yeah and they just created careers mm-hmm. sitting in their room in the suburbs and i yeah. was like okay what if it's like something like this right you know what i mean right Which right, is right right so, that's why you have to like you could actually get on it early yeah okay your cat just no, came out of the closet cat, and he's looking at your other cat through the window and it's so cute uh, are they friendly with each other yeah they're brothers oh really my cats yeah. are brothers too but they're, they're not friendly uh, with each other oh they're not they f- like fight all the time do they try to have sex with each other no oh they do sometimes oh really yeah Aww. they're too friendly yeah. i will say i will say they like snuggle with each other snuggle yeah they they love each other oh that's and then so the sweet. dog humps them right. i don't know what's you going got a on. whole you got a whole compound going on they have here. a whole <laughs> yeah they're in a throuple <laughs> yeah they're in a throuple <laughs> i i don't judge i just you know live you and let live yeah exactly you know okay i'm gonna say i'm gonna finish this thread mm-hmm. story because i don't if people are not on thread you know who i want to hear from mm-hmm. the people that uh, very apparently mm-hmm. never use twitter mm-hmm. and are now like threading like there's no fucking right. tomorrow and like what do you know about this and yeah. i'm like what are you and then the uh, pineapple on pizza right. ew and right. i'm like you're like you can't be what right i do have the sense that like like and again maybe just haven't put in the work like but i'm like none of this is so fun for me none of this is like so um, interesting or I don't know like every time I go on and I'm like I'm not feeling rewarded I'm like not. the stuff that's being served to me doesn't seem fun and I really like Twitter even yeah, despite like everybody's like Twitter's horrible Twitter's horrible I'm like I don't know like I don't hate it actually and it's funny it's funny it's like I've done funny. a good job of, I think like I did a really good job of curating who I wanted to follow and I think I do a good job of like not letting me go crazy on it like Mm. when people annoy me i just mute them or unfollow them or whatever like i don't i think a lot of people like really let twitter drive them crazy because they're like oh my god i get on here and i get so mad i'm like every time i get mad on twitter i literally mute the person and i move on and then i don't see them ever again and it's amazing yeah i like i feel like you have to be really good at that but it is really easy to fall into those pockets of arousal you know even if it's because it's like engaging for you Yeah. yeah yeah I think um, I just get so like worked up about it that I'm like, I literally can't do this. I have to protect myself. Yeah. Which is good. I mean, like, I'm not always like that in my I life. Do get that. Yeah. I actually am like that, too. And I yeah. think it's probably why I am. Ha- I have an easier time on social media than a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people that I know who are not using social media in the way that we do as mm-hmm. as entertainers, because right. we do it like for work. Right, right, right. But a lot of my friends are just looking at it socially mm-hmm. and they will get really fucking worked up about right, stuff. Right, right. And I'm like, oh, I had to like leave that in the dust. Right. It's like, this I, is, right. This is yeah. my job. Like, I have to I keep can... looking at this. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm going to mute and block. Right. Mute just and block left and right. On. I know. And sometimes people like engage in like discourse on Twitter in a where i'm like kind of like respect yourself a little bit like 
Or people engage in discourse and be like, this is so annoying that I have to talk about this. And it's yeah, like, yeah. You, don't. you don't, you don't, you literally don't like this is completely optional. And I really don't do that on Twitter. Like, yeah, I don't talk I, like it's that's so boring for me. Like sometimes I read what other people say and it's or uh, often and I'm like interested in it. But like this thing of like you compulsorily have to like, you don't have to do the meme that everybody's doing. You have to be in this. It's like, do your own thing. Like you can literally talk about whatever, or like if you have nothing to say, just don't say anything. See, here's my thing. Cause mm-hmm. I do, I do all of those things mm-hmm. to a certain extent, even right. though I try to really keep it clean and like right. jokes only. Right. But my whole journey with it has now been, mm-hmm. if I'm going to do a weird little discourse mm-hmm. or do a, whatever mm-hmm. kind of annoying thing, right. I post it like sort of strategically mm-hmm feeding into my overall brand yeah you know what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. so i will do a discourse about like asian identity politics right and it's like i don't really fucking give a shit right. i don't care who's gonna say anything right and i post it immediately mute it right and so it's just like it gains like yeah. the oh, that's eyes. another huge thing i don't get any notifications from people commenting on my tweets yeah like i you just have to mute yourself i just mute, you gotta mute everything that's people are sometimes like exist. oh yeah did you see like you, you tweeted this thing and people are like arguing i'm like don't care don't I've care. done that too. Not my, it's just not my business. I think you point. learn how to yeah. do that the yeah. second you have a few things go viral. Yes. And you're like, that's it. Never yeah, going to look at that again, yeah. ever again. Not my business. Not my business. Um, yeah. But I think my right now, my overall feeling on threads after mm-hmm. I guess the first week is it feels a lot like a rebound relationship mm-hmm. where I was like, fuck my ex. And then, oh, look at this. It's a mm-hmm. new person. I'm yeah. so excited. And then four days in, I'm like, wait, I don't. I can't be like doing this. I yeah. don't want to. This person sucks. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I, I just need some time alone. Right, right. And maybe I am going to go back to Twitter a few times yeah, a day. Right. And laugh by myself secretly. Right. Um, But hmm. that's how I feel. Yeah. Overall. I know. I mean, it, it's been a bummer for me. Like, I really built my like platform on Twitter and... I knew as soon as the Elon stuff happened, I was like, it's Ugh. so fucking over. And it's We're so annoying. circling the drain. I know. And it he sucks. I'm it. like, this random fucking ugly dude, like, ruined this thing that I actually really liked and was like, you know, this is the thing that's a bummer. Like, we're, you can't make work in a vacuum. Like, you yeah. have to be relying on, like, infrastructure and that infrastructure can fall apart you know Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. it's like you have to do stuff in theaters you have to do stuff in galleries Mm. you have to use it's like and various you know evil kind of capital forces of capital will like tear them up they don't give a shit yeah so it's a bummer i mean i'm glad that it actually is still around and i don't know for a long time i was just like i didn't tweet for like um, more than a month recently and then i've been like okay you know what this is gonna be fun again i'm just gonna do it until i literally can't that's my that's my take on it i'm just like whatever oh it's gonna blow up soon enough right but it is or it'll become like facebook where it's like like there are still people who post on facebook yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah and it's like who what are you doing but they have an audience so whatever i don't even know what's going on on facebook right you go on facebook and it's shocking to your core i basically I feel like I never fully deleted my account because I put when I gave birth to my son, I had mm-hmm. I put all the baby pictures up there mm-hmm. in an album. Right. So now I'm like I'm too lazy to like download the fucking album. Right. So You're like that's there. just where all the baby pictures are. Yeah, yeah. but I haven't ever like checked it or yeah. whatever, and I'm just like so confused by it. Yeah, that's like um, it's like I basically have it so I can use Facebook Marketplace, and that's my yeah. yeah. <sighs> wow, the internet. Yeah. Well, that True. was that was definitely uh, yeah topical mm-hmm. well i guess we're, we're gonna move on and i haven't done this in so long mm-hmm. but what what is what is your sad story okay well let me give a little caveat here and say that i might be a little erratic because 
I'm going through a breakup right now, right? Mm. So I was thinking, do I want to talk about the breakup I'm currently in? And I think the answer is no. I think it's going to be a little too hard and a little too painful. Mm-hmm. But know that it is a that my current breakup will be like kind of a shadow over the story I'm currently telling, which is about a past breakup. Mm. Um, okay. Which is um, basically the story. And this is about like just the general thing of like, the detritus that like an ex leaves in your life and like the Mm -hmm. various like just little kind of objects that you encounter where you're like oh like there you are right Mm -hmm. and the one that i'm thinking there's two right so this is like i had this ex that i dated before the pandemic for about like a year and a half it was Mm -hmm. really turbulent like on again off again fraught really tense relationship like they broke up with me a bunch i broke up with them a bunch like Mm -hmm. the last time we broke up we met like I think like a few days after and they and I I think for I just got to this place where I was like this is really not good for both of us like yeah um and they like uh showed up to the the bar we were meeting at with like a huge bouquet of roses Mm. and they were like I want to get back together and I was like I just don't think we can like I just don't think it's right I'm sobbing sobbing in the bar it's like so devastating Mm -hmm. they like you know, we have these cocktails. They like, once it becomes clear, like they completely harden up. They're like, you know, they're like being like sensitive. They're like, okay, okay. And then like, once it becomes clear that I'm kind of staying firm, they're like, nope, they're out. We like kind of walk together for a bit. bit. I'm like sobbing. They're like, I'm done. They Mm -hmm. leave. I never see them again. Mm -hmm. I have this bouquet of roses. Mm -hmm. I put it in a vase, like on my windowsill. Mm -hmm. And I just like watch them wither for like, like months Mm. and i just have for months these like dead roses and i just can't bear to get rid of them i can't it's like it's so sad um Mm. the other component of this is that like for i think i can't remember what but they'd gotten me at some point a like gift card for a facial Mm. um this was like in 2019 we broke up um and i had it like in my desk and i kept like being like let me try to use this and then it was like i just can't like it's too painful um yeah and actually, I just literally a few months ago used the gift card for the facial. Oh, they still took it? They still took it wow, against all odds. Them. It didn't expire. Wow. And I was like, okay, the breakup is over. Like, I used the facial, you know, and I had the, these the kind of rounds of like, like, throwing out the, the, like, throwing out the roses, right? Which I must have done literally months later. Like, it might have been six months later, these dead roses on my windowsill that my roommate was like, okay, babe, like good luck you know like let me know when you're ready to get rid of these yeah finally did that like six months later and then like years later was like all right i'm ready to use this gift card um wow and so it's like really one of the saddest things in like a breakup is you know there's that line in this like Billie eilish song right where you're like like um the Billie eilish song is called tv it's like about a breakup Mm -hmm. she goes like what about the plans we made right Mm -hmm. that it's Mm -hmm. like a breakup is not just like you don't see this person but it's like right the end of a future and like yeah the painful thing is you like for a long time you like keep encountering the future that you were supposed to like have together right like it's possible path right parallel universe right, where you're right, still right. together you're like oh like we were gonna see each other for thanksgiving like mm-hmm. you were gonna come to my family's house for thanksgiving mm-hmm. you were supposed to like we were gonna like go to six flags we were gonna like and you're like you, you pass by these dates and you're like right mm-hmm. and all the thing i mean it's so like it's so hard i mean it's just so I, again i'm in it now it's like unbelievably painful like a breakup is un 
unbelievably painful. Mm. Um, and I'm having it now with like a bunch of the same little things. Like it's there's a parallel right now with like there's another gift card I have where I'm like, I can't I like, you know, I hope this doesn't expire. Your exes really are. I know, they give me gifts. Gift card. Yeah, gift they're, card they're, givers. They're gift card givers. You have um, a type and it's gift card giver. Right. Exactly. <laughs> You know, I know good gift cards. I'm like, I love a little spa treatment. I'll take it. That's, I you wish, know? I wish I had exes that gave me gift cards. Um, yeah. I, that is like such a, I know that, you know, like obviously it's a Billie Eilish song. Mm-hmm. Like people do talk about that, like mm-hmm. this destruction of a future that mm-hmm. was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, um, okay. So I, have this thing where I also find breakups to be extremely painful because mm-hmm. obviously everybody does, mm-hmm. but I have this like turn off mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's cause I'm a Sagittarius or I'm just like, I burn everything mm-hmm. and I like, don't think about it or look at it. Like yeah. if I break up with someone, I never look at their social media. doesn't even matter if I'm, if I block them or whatever. Right. I never check. You just never, you I never look. Yeah. I, I don't have like that. that. No. Cause I know I'm too weak. Right, it's right, not right. that I'm strong. People right. are like, Oh yeah, you're so strong. I'm like, no, no I'm more psycho right. than everybody else. Yeah. I know that if I see it, so if I see it, right. I will fucking right. freak out more than everyone else. Yeah. I feel like right. so I'm just not going to ever look. I never look. Wow. Um, but so that's me except so I like it hurts boundary. me so bad but then I do look right. I just turned a corner in this breakup where I was like okay let me actually take this serious like for weeks I was like looking obsessively and then I was like girl like you gotta you can't be doing this you get what to do a you point- think is the like the what's that in, what's that feeling that you want to look what do you want to see just because you miss them yeah it's like closeness and not wanting to be over it right it's like Mm -hmm. not wanting to let go of like it's like well i still love you so of course i want to like i mean i feel like that too but i get scared i'm like i don't want to see anything because it's gonna it could be it could be real bad yes and and it sometimes is i don't want to know right i would rather not know forever no and it's true i'm glad in my own self that i got to a place with it where i was like all right I can, I'm comfortable not looking. Yeah. Like, or just that's, I'm better off not looking. But I think because I have this uh, thing that I, I'm going to call it a boundary for myself that mm-hmm. I know myself mm-hmm. and know what I can handle, mm-hmm. that I feel very cold mm-hmm. and cut, very harshly cut off when I break up with people. And mm-hmm. they're very surprised by that a oh, lot of times. Yeah. They're just like, we're, well, like, blah, blah, blah. Where are you? Blah, blah, blah. And right. recently somebody was like, oh, like you, you don't care. Right. And I was like, oh no, I care like so much, so much yeah. that if I even think about it, right. I will break down, right. you know? And right. it's, it feels really unfair to me because right. it's like, I think people have so many different ways to cope with things. I agree. And yeah. I feel like I get judged for that. And I'm like, no, I'm like, I know what I can handle right. and I can't handle it. You know, I can't talk to you. Right. I right. can't be friends with you. Right. Right, right. Like I will literally lose my mind. Right. Right. It's true. Like yeah. sometimes people are like, I don't know. Right. Like there is a lot of judgment around like the way people process stuff. And it's like, you don't care. It's like, no, like I actually just care in this kind of crazy different way. And like, yeah, it just like things hurt in such surprising ways that you kind of need to do what you need to do to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I'm really not like that, actually. Like, and I think I have pretty bad impulses of like, I've had this with like a few breakups where I'm like, I really, really can't bear the thought of this person not in my life. Mm. And so I like push it in a way that's like not good for me or for them where I'm like, I'm like, we'll take some time. But that time is like two months. And it's like, that's not enough time. That's just not enough time for me to be like, 
yeah, now we can hang out and it's fun. It's mm-hmm, like you mm-hmm. do that for a bit and then you're like, no, bitch, like this is too hard. Like it's so hard. I right? Yeah, I could never. I don't know. So I, that's a thing I've learned recently where it's like, I don't know. There's another thing with breakups where you really want to be like able to be the exception. You want to mm. be able to be like, like, I know everybody says that it's like it's this, but actually I think I can. It's like, I know that everybody says, like, you need a lot of time to be able to be friends with your ex. But actually, I think I can do it in a month and a half. And it's like, mm, that's you're, interesting. You're not the exception. I don't have that impulse at all. Right. It's, it's like, to well, me, it's just like the idea of a finite ending mm, is like unbearable. I'm like, that mm, can't be possible. Like, we love each other so much. We, we must be in each other's lives in some way. So when you're, you know, when you're reaching out to your exes to be friends with mm-hmm, them, right. you're like, I just want you to be part of my life in a way, in a certain right, right. degree. Right. And like, that. I always think that it's just like, oh, we can comfortably slot it into this other thing. But really often it's like, no, I'm like missing this connection we had. And like, you know. And you don't like them as a friend. You end up not like I mean, some of them I do. I'm in this process with one ex from a little while ago where like we actually had been friends and I think we just had to have this talk where we were like, it's feeling a little too soon. I think we need to take a little more time. But also I do think it'll actually, I think it'll happen. Like I think Mm. it'll work and Mm -hmm. like, cause it was fine for a while. And then I was like, you know what? Like it is just feeling a little bit too intermingled and like we're close, but not quite there. And Mm. Once you get to that point where I'm like, oh, it's actually also not unbearable, the idea that I wouldn't see him for like six months, you know? Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I think at that point, I'm like, all right, this is an easier thing to accept. Part of it, too, is being like, like, really not like castigating myself for like how I'm handling it, Mm -hmm, right? Like, mm -hmm. so many people can also be really judgmental about like, why would you text your ex? Like, why are you even engaging at all? It's like, you need to do this. And it's like, you know, like, you're certainly right that that this is like, in the immediate hurting me but i kind of just got to do what i'm gonna do yeah and like make my way through this and process this how i'm going to yeah it's like really hard to have so much discipline and self-control you know i mean i don't feel judgmental in any way like even though i feel like i feel like i understand i think the questions i'm asking is Mm -hmm. because because I react so differently. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, like, where does that come from? Where is and, that impulse? Yeah, 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 And all your answers sound exactly like how I feel during a breakup. Right, it's just right. that we're, like, right. doing the different things to soothe that. Right. But I, The you pain know, is the same. The pain is the same. Right. And, and I think the impulses are the same. Right. The, I think, you know, I know that this discussion, you, you shared the story where you want to share the sad parts of mm-hmm. a breakup where there's, like, remnants of mm-hmm. that relationship, like the flowers mm-hmm. and the plans that you made. Right. But I think actually this is really, to me, the interesting part mm-hmm. because we have such different reactions. Yeah. And I always wanted to know why people, why people yeah. stay friends with their ex. Like to me, yeah. that's fucking torture. Right. Like that it is, makes it me want to fucking throw up. You know, like I don't want to see my ex and right. their fucking pictures. And I don't right. know where the fuck they're going with right. their fucking girlfriend. You know what I mean? Right, like I don't. Right. And it's like, I, I'm, it's right. not like I don't care about them. It's right. like. I don't want to think about that pain. Yeah. And maybe that's bad because right. I'm like not processing it fully. I'm just making it go away. I do think it's two away. kinds of denial a little bit, right? right? Like the first denial that you're that you're doing is like, and by the way, this is okay. Like I actually think being in denial a little bit is part of like a grieving process. Yeah. But where you're like, okay, they don't exist. Yeah. Like they just don't exist. They're yeah. done to me. I, I, it doesn't matter. Like yeah. we were never together. I'm not going to look at anything. It's over. And they it never happened, Right. May, it, that's probably like healthier and then my version of denial is it's like it's not over 
Mm. Like it's changing. We're still going to be able to be in each other's lives. Like all this feeling I have will like, I don't have to lose it. I don't have to sacrifice it. Right. Like, yeah. Like I, cause the idea of like losing that painful thing is really like, you know, sometimes like people talk about like when you're, especially if you have a fresh breakup, mm-hmm. people will be like, you know, in like a year, in like six months, even like you will be so grateful that this happened. Like, you will be so glad that you've moved on mm-hmm. and um, you kind of have this reaction to that of like, I don't want to be, or I'm like, I don't want to move on. Mm. Like no, I, I the, the idea feeling. of like losing that pain is so like yeah. devastating. Um, mm. But then you do actually get to a point where you're like, like actually I'm ready to let go of the pain a little bit. Right. At least for me, like this is a process I'm kind of going through now where like I was so like, looking wanting to like like not ready to let go of my attachment to my ex looking at all of his stuff looking at all of his stories like so fixated and then Mm. more recently i'm like you know i think i'm kind of feeling more ready to like not be in so much pain Mm. but i wasn't really ready before then and that and like the acceptance of that is like i don't want to be in pain this is Mm -hmm. going to hurt let me like mute disengage until i really do feel like if it makes sense, we could like be in be each other's friends. lives. But by that point, neutrally, yeah, yeah. By that point, if it's like, oh, if we really feel like it's over, then like maybe I we... want to, maybe I won't, right? Yeah. Like, then who's to say? My whole thing is this is my journey with mm-hmm. like exes. I'm first of all, most of them I fucking hate. Right. I don't want to be around them. Right, I'm right, like, right. I broke up with you because I fucking can't stand you. Right, right, right. You get and, to that point. Yeah. yeah, and then there's like sometimes if mm-hmm. I I feel like that's all of them. To mm-hmm. be honest, mm-hmm. it just takes like a few months of me like unraveling from that emotion right. to get there. Interesting. And then yeah. in that clarity comes the clarity of like, I don't like you. I don't really want to be around you. Like I can't mm-hmm. think of any ex I had mm-hmm. that I, I want to fucking hang around right. and hang out with. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But, um, right. Which is, I don't know what that means. Maybe that's weird. Maybe I turned them bad in my head to get over it. Who knows? But um, I mean, look, that's possible and that's okay, right? Like there, there, there is something like anger is a protective emotion. Yeah. Right? It might be that. Actually, I feel like there's a bunch of them like, well, obviously I co-parent mm-hmm. and right. my son's father. I, I, I like him. I genuinely like, like him. I think right. he's my friend. Right. I don't mind him. Right. I have nothing but good thoughts. Right. I don't feel any sort of negative you know Oh, there you go that's a big one and i really like him but and i think maybe if some of my exes i saw them today after the years that have gone by where i don't feel anything i would probably be okay with them it's just that why would i reach out to you and it's like why would i fucking hang out with a a lot of my exes are straight men right nobody likes it is a little different yeah like for queer and gay stuff because i mean and this is like a thing that i'm going through now that's really hard is like like, my ex and I, like, we share a lot of mutual friends. Right, Including, right. like, we have this upcoming trip that we're both supposed to go on that obviously we can. And, like, we're having to navigate what we're going to do. Like, yeah. Um, which, like, oive, but we'll, I'm sure we'll figure it out. Um, but you just, like, always are under the threat of running into them somewhere. Yes. Right? Right. Because it's, yeah. like, actually, like, New York is not so big and especially no. gay New York. I mean, it, look, there's, like, there are a lot of gay people. Yeah. Duh, but, like... You know, there's a little, it's a little bit harder to be like, you are out of my life. You're dead to me forever because it's like, well, we're going to run into each other. Yeah. So like there's kind Tomorrow of, in the same way with your like, club. right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. In the same way that like if you're co-parenting with someone, it's like, you know, 
we're going to have to figure something out, right? Yeah. Like, we're going to have to figure out a way to, like, make this work. I guess to be fair to myself, a lot of my exes I actually do not hate. And mm. I would not mind right. running into. Like, I wouldn't right. feel weird or whatever. But you're it's not just like, that, I'm going to seek them out. No. And right. there's no real way that we will ever run into each other, I right. guess. Because right. we just, we it's just right. not like that. I, it, we'll but if I did, say, I'd like, be okay with it. I'm, like, talking about this from a place of, like, I have this very recent ex. And, like, I'm yeah. in the place where I'm, like, the idea of us not being in each other's lives is, like, kind of unbearable right so i am like no 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 we'll make it work like yeah <laughs> and maybe we won't right like maybe we maybe we won't like be in each other's lives also frankly and this is a thing that's so hard to like talk about or reckon with but it's like actually like many kinds of relationships are not forever which is very painful yeah, like i know like many friendships are not forever yep that that shook me when that started happening at, to me as an right. adult because right. you don't think of it no one talks about the fact that some some friendships right. are temporary and it's not even like oh you have a falling out it's just like you moved you moved <laughs> you moved I, we can't hang out anymore like you moved three blocks away right. and it's a little it can literally be like ridgewood like yeah. i'm not gonna i can't make it there right I like i can't no, so our it, friendship it, is not strong enough for me to go yeah. three blocks. I can't be doing two buses. No, it's not going to happen, uh-uh. right? Yeah. Um, and that's very painful too. It's like another kind of loss where you're like, yeah, you know, and it, that's a little easier because it's like, well, if we run into each other, it's fine. Yeah, and also maybe we will see each other like once a year and get like catch up drinks, but you do have to accept that it's like the you know the relationship we had when we were so close for whatever reason. Yeah. Is over. Like, it's over. And that's, it's, it's very painful. Well, I also recently broke up with somebody and I'm in the same phase that, as you are, where it's like very painful to think right. that I'm not going to see this person again. Right. But I'm in the like, not going to ever talk to mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. for until I'm over yeah. this yes. feeling. Yeah. And maybe in a year, I will see you somewhere and everything will be fine and I won't feel anything. Right. But until then, I'm not going to talk to you or yeah. see you. Yeah. Like, that's how I deal with it. Yeah. I think that... Um, wow. I think that's... Look kind of, at us. Yeah. We're so different. We are different. But I think you're right that it comes from, like, a really similar position. Yeah. I, I mean, look, there's a lot of ways, like, this recent breakup has really had me confronting, like, a lot of ways that I'm not so mature about stuff, right? Like, mm. not willing to accept endings, like... Or not mature, whatever, but just that, like, certain kinds of emotional pain are really hard for me to handle. Like, not willing yeah. to accept endings at all. Mm-hmm. There's a part of it, too. Like, and you know, there's, like, a FOMO. I, this breakup has made me confront, like, can't get into all of this, but, like, aging, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, I was... Re- there were some parts of it that I was really freaking out about. And I was like, what exactly is going on with me? That wow. this is feeling, like, so impossible. And I was like, oh, like... I'm like freaking out about getting older actually is is what this is. I feel like I have a touch of that too. Yeah. I think part of it for me, I think I know there's a lot because I'm 38 years old mm-hmm. and I'm a, you know, like a woman. Mm-hmm. A lot of women that are my age, when they br- go through breakups at mm-hmm. this time, they fucking freak out because right. they're like, they have it in their mind that they want to start a family or right. even right. this idea that they're going to lose that chance right. even if they don't want kids you right. know there's that whole thing for right. women but for me i have a, a less less that because already i, I had a kid, kid already right. and i'm divorced and i'm kind of like in my head i'm like i don't think i'm gonna ever do that again right, right i right. mean maybe i will if it comes up and if you want to but you're not like there's, i need a there's a box i, don't I need, need to, to check yeah. yeah i don't need I do to think do that it relieves again. a lot of pressure i do know women yeah. who it's like straight women who are like 
you know crushed at breaking up at this time of their lives right right but it's like whoa this is devastating because you're like i have a friend who was talking about like he and his girlfriend have been dating for five years and yeah they're like 28 and she's like listen i want kids i want to get married if you don't that's fine we're gonna break up then yeah. but you need to let me know now because i like I need to plan for that. I need to plan for that. Like, that's just what... And fair enough, right? Yeah. Like, that's, it's fair enough. But, like, a lot of women, you know, a lot of, like, cisgender women, like, mm-hmm. they go through that because of the whole fertility whatever thing, right. which I think a lot of it's bullshit because, yeah. as we know, women are fertile, like, into their 40s. But, right. like... But, um everyone goes through that because right. then you have to look at aging you know like the whole idea like okay i'm getting like whatever mm. age you are i'm this old and i'm gonna be alone and like of uh, until then and this it's in the back of your head mm-hmm. i feel like people have that thought even when they're like 25 yeah. you know what i mean totally totally yeah right like the, this acceptance you know i have this um a, a thing that i think is helpful and i wish i I always thought I internalized it, but I guess I really didn't. But my mom and my parents are divorced, obviously. Yeah. Normal. Um, <laughs> and they got divorced when I was like six. Uh-huh. So like in my head, they've always been divorced. Yeah. And my mom like dated a little bit like after and had a few boyfriends, but like nothing so serious and has been like mostly single since then. Mm-hmm. And when I tell people that people are so like express so much like pity and they're like, poor her. Like, yeah. and I'm always like. No, actually, like, my mom, of every adult I know, has, like, the most active social life. She has, like, an amazing, robust network of friends. She lives in the city. She goes out all the time. She, Mm -hmm. like, does so much stuff. She lives, like, a really rich and full life. See, that's the kind of life I'm looking forward to. Right. That's, like, my... What I see my life as is that. Right. Exactly. And it's, like, it's kind of cool. I think it's helpful because she did want to get married and she did want to have kids and she did and she did. kind of. Yeah. Right. And then she's, like... You know, she's like, if there's a guy who, like, does make sense for me to be a partner, then, like, sure, I guess I will. But, like, for the most part, I'm actually doing pretty good. Like, and I actually really like my life. And, you know, she's like, I don't know if I want someone in my house all the time. See, that's where I'm coming from. And I told and I tell people that. And Mm -hmm. I think that they're like, oh, no, you want you're like a spinster. And I'm like, no, I I, somebody convinced me that the other thing was true, that I was supposed to get married and have a kid. I didn't want to do any of that. I told them I didn't want to do it. I did it. It was not for me. Now I'm never going to do that again. And I'm okay, like going through life having these like temporary relationships. If there is somebody that comes along that I want to spend 30 years with, that's fine too. We'll do that. But if it doesn't, it's not going to bother me. It's not like this lack, this absence. No, especially I think and I think um, anyone is allowed to feel like that. Like, I think straight men are always allowed to feel like that. Mm-hmm. But for women, we get like, it's a lot pity. harder no, for gay guys. It's it's a lot easier. I think people have a, a way easier time accepting that it's like, you'll have many partners and yeah. sometimes you might, you know, want to spend the whole thing with one person. I remember being in college. And there was yeah. a girl I knew who was like, um, she had been with her boyfriend since high school and they're yeah. still together. They're married. They've been together for like 10, 15 years at this point. Uh-huh. Um, and, I remember like in college being like so jealous. I was like, you just found the guy. You love him. You're going to like, they knew they're going to spend the rest of their life together. Mm. And more recently I've been like, you know what? Like you're missing out on stuff. Yeah. Like certainly I'm missing out on that experience. I don't get to have that. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I'm having to go through this turbulent emotional shit and you know, I'm, I'm ultimately single right now and that's painful in a bunch of ways. But like, like you don't get to, you met, you met one person. Yeah. You're going to have sex with one guy. Like, I, and, yeah, I kind of on the 
I'm on the other side of yeah, you where yeah. I love this life. Right. Like I feel like because I got suckered into the other life right, right, right. early and I was married for 10 years. I was right. married when I was oh, like wow. 23. Whoa, I didn't and know so that. And yeah. so I, I feel like now I'm like, no, this was the life that I wanted and like whatever, however shitty it is like breaking up with people, right. I'm like, this feels better than like the other yeah, life. Yeah, I mean, know? I'm trying to get to that and that was a thing that it's like, that's a flash. But if you don't want to, then you know what I mean? That's like not for you. No, no. I'm not I, trying to be like. To the contrary, I do think I've actually like, I'm in the place in this breakup now where I'm like, just starting to get flashes of like, oh, like actually there's something kind of nice about being single. Yeah. Like, maybe, maybe, right? Like yeah. that I can I get to like, you know, be like learning about myself, meeting a bunch of different people, like yeah. that this is a thing. And actually I've, I've certainly also been feeling like I kind of like am needing it in that so much pain of the breakup had to do with like being suddenly single. For the, mm. kind of the first time in like a while. How right? long have you were you in this relationship? Well, it's a little complicated. I can't get so so into it yeah, because, yeah. but it's but I was basically in like kind of back to back relationships mm-hmm. like since like May 2020. Ooh, and okay. before then I was in that other relationship until like like from like 2018 like i had like a six month Mm. break there and then like right you know a few month break in this other one kind of just so like i haven't actually been like really single for like a full calendar year since i was in my first relationship in 2018 right so it's like i really haven't been doing that and i'm realizing how much i was relying on like my partners to manage like my anxiety how much i was relying on them to manage my like sense of that i was like missing out like fomo stuff and like Mm. that I was needing like another person to bounce stuff off of. And I'm like, I actually think it'll be good for me to like really think and process like what it means to be alone for a little bit, work on some of that. And then if I do want to get back into a relationship, I'll be a stronger for it. It won't be out of this thing of like, I need someone that I can like, I I need someone or else I'm going to flip out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I did that. I took like a year mm-hmm. where I forced myself to be single in mm-hmm. 20. I started in 2019, not Whoa. knowing that COVID was going to start. Yeah. You're like, so, crap. <laughs> yeah. It ended up being, I think a year. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Maybe a year and a half, almost two years. Uh-huh. But then that part, I mean, I still was like seeing people very casually, right? but I had this role where I would like sleep with people, but I wouldn't get in relationships with anybody mm-hmm. starting in 2019. And right. that like completely changed me. And after right. that, I'm like, I'm so glad I went through COVID alone. Right. But here, this is my issue now, yeah. which is I always want to say this because I feel like there's, you know, like my whole thing is like to subvert the stereotype of women that mm-hmm. are like my age who are like lonely and spinstery mm-hmm. and whatever. Right. My whole problem is that everybody that I date now, because they are like my age, mm-hmm. are looking to get married right. and have kids. And you're like, uh, and I'm like, uh-uh. Uh-uh, not for no. me. I already did it. Which is all like what happened in my last relationship that mm-hmm. the breakup, and mm-hmm. that wasn't the reason we broke up. But right. it was like, right. in the back of my head, I was like, I don't want to do that. Right, right. And I know you want to do that. Right, so it's kind of like, what's going to happen here? Yeah. yeah, and that person that I was in a relationship with had broken up with somebody because that other person didn't want to have kids. And I was like, so, like, so what's maybe you should yeah. find somebody that wants kids because right. that's not me. Right. It's like, sounds like you're looking for something I can't really give you. Uh-oh. And, yeah. I, and I think there was this thing like, because yeah. we did really love each other so much, there right. was this feeling that he was going to convince me. And I was like, you want, no. You want, you want. I mean, that's yeah. a very painful, that my recent breakup, right? Yeah. Like felt like it had a lot more to do with circumstance than it did to like feeling Mm. right and Mm -hmm. that was really really painful and has been really hard to accept Mm. for me right where i'm like 
I'm like, this was not like a breakup that was like, well, we didn't like each other. You know what I mean? Or like, I didn't like you and it wouldn't have worked. It's like, it, if things had been different outside of us, it would have or could have. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that. And like, like, and it kind of is like one of those things where it's like, if you just want different things, it's like, right. But actually we do vibe. Yeah. And so yeah, it's yeah. hard to put that away because you're like, yeah. well, we do. Like, it is hard. Yeah. Although is- it's also at a certain point, like with that, that's really clear. It's like, you really want, if you really want to have kids and I really don't like, yeah, there's no way around it. And that's actually, there's something nice to be like, we're not renegotiating that. Like yeah. there's no negotiating because in a feeling if it's like, you know, you just make me feel kind of bad about this thing all the time. But like maybe we can work through it and maybe we can. And you Ugh. end up in this like yeah, yeah. long give and take of like trying Yucky. to be like, are the feelings I'm feeling unmanageable? And is it worth going through this really painful process to end these feelings in like six months once I'm out of the breakup and like mm. out of love or whatever? Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, that is a really hard this is the thing with breakups is that it's like you're like that's hard but also if it happened this way it would also be hard oh, and if all it happened a hard. different way all it would be hard. hard too yeah but you know what i i did this extra mm. well like the the reason i broke up with this person was because mm. i was like i don't want to enter into this thing where we're going to work on this mm-hmm. for fucking three mm. years or whatever right, right, right. i'm i'm sorry i really love you right i just don't want to do this right you know i don't want to it's a it's a huge issue and just we're not compatible and I feel right. like in my mind, right. I'm like, here, what does that work look I'm like? letting you free right. Right. because, you know, we're, you're, yeah. everyone's on a time crunch. If you're right. looking to have kids and get whatever, right. go free and go find that because mm-hmm. it's, I'm not going to do that. Number one. And mm-hmm. number two, I, I don't want to put in the fucking work. And does right. that sound horrible? No, no kind of. I, I don't know. Maybe to certain people. No, but it's look, like, this I, is what I'm talking about. Right. Like with my, right. I, my realization that I don't necessarily want a monogamous partner for mm-hmm. the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Now I have the freedom of being like, yeah, I don't have to put up with this. Right. I knew this right. was like temporary, right. which is fine with me. Mm-hmm. And I have the freedom to move around. Right. And there, there's something really nice about that. But it's so interesting. Right. I feel like you are you and I are like polar opposites hmm, of like yeah. how we deal with break. That's so interesting. I know that is interesting. I'm so I, I'm, glad I'm, I'm talking I'm thinking about it a lot, it. right? Like, yeah. um, and it, it's interesting because I don't know. I think a lot of people are a little bit better and have more self-control. Like people were watching the way I was like engaging with social media and were like, girl, like you got to put that away. Like, mm. like just how much I was like looking at him, his stories, all of like his friend's stories. And it's like, I can't even look one time. Right. No, no. And it was hurting me so bad. I don't know what I was Oof. doing, but I was like, I don't know. I also have this thing sometimes where it's like, I'll read the comments. I'll read, you know what I mean? I'm like, if something is, I want to know if people have shit talked to me. Like, even mm. though I'm like, I know this will hurt, but I'm like, I can't do that compartmentalization. I'm like, if it's there, I need to like overturn that stone. Wow. And I need to know I'm about so it. Different. Because maybe it's like, maybe that's like, let me learn everything and then I'll handle it. As a, So I'm not like surprised by something later. Maybe is the impulse. Mm. But again, I don't think it's great. And I think I, I'm in a place where I'm like, let me try to learn a little bit. Let me learn a little bit more about myself and let me become a little bit better and grounded. I just got an SSRIs too. Wow. I don't well, know. If, yeah. Okay. I have to say, I'm really glad I talked to you about this because mm-hmm. I, I've always wanted to talk to somebody about this. Yeah. That's interesting. That's like, and I'm so glad that I didn't yeah. even know that this conversation was going to be about that. Yeah. But it's, it's so fucking fascinating that yeah. the impulse is exactly the same impulse. Mm-hmm. It's like for me, mm-hmm. like the not looking at anything is like, mm-hmm. well, 
I'm never going to look and I don't have to know. Mm -hmm. La, la, la. Like, you know what I mean? Whereas I feel like you're like, I'm going to figure everything out and then I'll be safe. Right. And I'm like, I'm not going to know anything and then I'll be safe. Right, exactly. But it's wanting that safety. I mean, look, if I want to say if you're going through a breakup, um, your cat wants to be in the room so bad. He's so friendly. He he can't live without pets for more than 10 minutes. No, I I have a cat like that. (laughs) Um, No, it's, it's really like, it's unbelievably painful actually and if you're going through it yeah gotta be someone listening to this going through it i want to say like my heart is so with you it's so unreal painful and yeah it sucks it just sucks i'm trying to think of like what's a helpful like it'll get better judge yourself for how you deal with it whether it's like looking at their instagram stories Mm -hmm. refreshing at all time or just ignoring them and blocking them like i do I'm trying to Whatever think, you like, do, you know what I said fine. in a, a prior breakup that was kind of helpful? What? Like, <laughs> actually, a friend, do you know Celeste? Celeste DM? Yes, yes. Yeah. They were like, we were talking about it. I went to their house right after the breakup, like, sobbing, and we, are, we were talking about it. They were like, this is the stuff of life. Like, yeah. they, or no, they were like, we were like, this is life's activity. Juice. They're like, this is, like, the thing that actually we're doing. It's like, heartbreak is, life you get a little juice. spiritual, right? You're like, this is, like, what we're here to do a little bit right like it's it's yeah. true confirmation of the human spirit and it's you true are confirmation. Alive. yeah you are alive like and it's weird because sometimes when you're in a breakup you're like i feel totally dead i don't know what that is but like i don't know that's like a nice thing and it's, like i definitely it helped me getting a little into spirituality like some spirit being like I kept, I tweeted, I've been like tweeting really like spiritually. I being, I kept, I tweeted when I was going through this one, like I low-key hope like God, like I'm guided by God's divine providence towards like truth and love. <laughs> oh, like, wow. Yeah. Like, I'm like unironically? Yeah, basically. Wow. And I said low-key to make it a joke. <laughs> right, right. Right, exactly. Well, like, I think you are it. very, <laughs> you are very close to the source of the universe mm-hmm. when you're in this much pain. Literally, literally, know? literally. And you're you're in the in-between realms. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is when I see a lot of ghosts because I see ghosts mm-hmm. and spirits. Mm-hmm. I've had like weird premonitions and stuff mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. going through breakups. Right. It is like, it is a very spiritual place. It's totally spiritual that's why there's so many songs about it yeah i have a stand-up joke i'm working on about that where the the, the joke is just kind of like if you're not going through a breakup like songs really aren't for you like seriously you're like you can listen but like it's not really your culture yeah like what are you doing right you're kind of like you're appropriating people going through a breakup is that the joke right (laughs) i love that they don't get it you don't even understand what this means you don't know about this at all you don't know what Billie eilish is saying right right yeah, that's definitely um, the vibe. And it, yeah, it does like, I'm not, a, I, f- I feel like, you know, that year that mm-hmm. turned into two mm-hmm. where I was being single. Mm-hmm. I think the reason why I took that year mm-hmm. and I've been looking back on why I did it mm-hmm. is because I wanted to understand that about myself. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to see why I was so mm-hmm. like, I couldn't sit in that and right. I kind of wanted to make myself sit in it. Right, and right, I did right. for a long time. Right. And then it's you. You found it healing a little bit, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I yeah. know. I'm. I'm. I mean, that's so a hard strong. pill to swallow, but I think that's that's maybe what needs to happen. I feel so much better mm-hmm. now, yeah. but that fucking time was horrible. Right. It was. I I saw deep down in the darkest places mm-hmm. in myself, and I don't even know if I was supposed to see that. But no, I came know. out alive. And then you're like, here you are, having fun. <sighs> well. Yeah yeah all right this was so nice thanks that was such an interesting conversation yeah it was very like real 
Yeah, and no I problem. did not know that's where it was gonna go. Me neither. Wait, what's your sign? Aries. Interesting. Does that track? Well, really. I'm a Sagittarius. Okay. What's your rising and moon? Do you know? I don't know. Sorry. Okay. Okay. I was gonna say I yeah. think Sagittarius. I think fire signs are like me, where we're yeah. just like, oh, never mind. Right. We don't see you anymore. Right. 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 But that you're an Aries, so that makes sense. Right. I'm, no, I know. I mean, I think maybe the Aries in that is me being like. I refuse to like let go of this thing. Ooh, okay. Like that's what it is. It's like a refusal to like be like, no, I like I want you in my life in some form, and we're gonna that'll have to happen. Like that's the stubborn kind of thinking of it, right? That's, and then what ends up happening? It does sometimes does that turn negative in a way, or it just kind of like falls apart. Um, historically, I think it just falls apart. I mean, I haven't been in so, so many relationships and a lot of them are still like, I'm, I'm in like an ongoing processing period of a lot of them. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and talking about your thank breakup. Thank you for making a space for me. Of course. I I'm. It. I think I thought that this was like such a great yeah. uh conversation i hope people listening if they're going through a breakup yeah found it interesting feel free too. to reach out i'll send you some support yeah <laughs> where can the listeners find you on social media um okay you can follow me at chunk barday c-h-u-n-k-b-a-r-d-e-y and then my podcast is exploration live and uh, on threads as well yeah. as twitter mm-hmm. and instagram exactly exactly um you can follow the podcast at harry butthole podcast uh, i have a patreon patreon.com slash harry butthole or you can follow me on instagram threads i guess yeah, and twitter still at ym mayor or uh, young me mayor on mm-hmm. tiktok thank you